Hi, Rav Judy here with Masechet Avot, Paragvav, Mishnah, Bet. I'm Rabbi Shul ben Levi. Rabbi Shul ben Levi said, Shul ben Levi, by the way, is an interesting character. He's the one throughout much of Shas who meets up with Elio Hanavi. Uh, he has these various uh, insights into what's going on in Shemayim and what's going on in heaven. And thus it makes sense that it comes from him that he teaches Bechol Yom Vayom every single day. Every single day there is a heavenly voice that emerges from Har Chorev is Mount Sinai, uh, from Mount Sinai, and it announces. And who would be the one to hear this? Or Meshuvah and Levi would be the one to hear this because he's more aware. That this voice comes out into the world and says, woe to all the creations, woe to people from the insult that we are paying to Torah. That anybody who is not involving themselves with Torah, it doesn't mean studying Torah necessarily all day long, but involving themselves with Torah study, I don't know, listening to a daily Mishnah perhaps, uh, such a person is called a person who is rebuked. And the idea here is that when we stood at Mount Sinai, we pledged that we would study Torah morning and evening forever. And not everyone does that. We have a tefillah service that's built that includes a little bit of Torah study and shacharit and a little bit of mariv and, and a, a system and a culture that encourages that one should be learning all the time. Not Again, not all the time, like all day, but learning should be a part of our lives. We should be dealing with learning questions around our work and around our families and around what we do. It should be something that we talk about over the over the meal tables. And we had earlier Mishnah that talked about you know what it is to have a meal without Torah at it. We're meant to have Torah threaded through our entire lives. And what an insult if we go and we live our lives as if Torah just isn't there or isn't something important. And we had made that commitment and it's there for us and it's a gift and it's beautiful and yet we are spurning it. So it's an insult that one is not involved in Torah. And now it quotes a Pasuk and Mishle that Nezem Zahav Ba'af Chazir, that it's like a golden ring in the nose of a pig. There are those who say that Nazuf is actually stands for Nezem Zahav Ba'af. Nazuf, that a golden ring in the nose of a pig, that if a pig has a golden ring in their nose, it's a beautiful golden ring, it's going to end up being sloshed through the mud and dragged through slop because it's on a pig. Isha Yafa Vesaratam, or a beautiful woman who does not have good taste, that something can look beautiful in and of itself, but then all of a sudden it turns out that really it's just being dragged around, it's, it's not as beautiful as it looked at first. Also, the Omer v'haluchot ma'aseh elokim hema v'michtav miftav elokim hu charut aluluchot that the luchot, the tablets, when Moshe gave, uh, when Hashem gave Moshe the uh, the Ten Commandments, that the tablets were made by God and the writing was the writing of God, and it says it was charut aluluchot engraved on the luchot. So what is engraved? So engraved means it was literally carved in. Hashem wrote the first tablets. Moshe carved the second tablets. First ones are from Hashem, but the Mishnah says atuke charut elacherut. Don't read it as engraved but rather freedom. That one is only truly free if they're involved in Torah study. Now, what does that mean? It could be something metaphysical, but it could very well be that part of what Torah does is it teaches us to be truly free people, that without the values and the training, it's both the learning as well as the discipline that we gain from a Jewish life, it is far too easy, all too easy, I should say, to end up enslaved to desires, be they material, you know, food, sexual, whatever it is. We have desires, and these various desires pull us down, and 
we're, we're really slaves to them. Who's running the show? Is it my stomach or is it me? But when a person has Torah and they have this learning and they have this discipline and they have these mitzvot, it teaches us to be free that the physical world doesn't enslave us. Our bodies don't enslave us. Various concepts that might have us trapped in them don't enslave us. Rather, we learn to think, we learn to analyze, we learn to really understand, and to truly be free people who are able to control ourselves, control our time, and make decisions. tadir, a person who engages in Torah regularly, such a person will be elevated. Shenemar, the Pasuk says, it's talking about place names, but from matana to nachli elmi, matana nachli elmi, nachli el batmod. The one goes from the matana, the gift that is Torah, to nachli el, to being literally an inheritance of God, and mi nachli el, from being an inheritance of God, to bamot, to high places.